this thing is a great gift day, um, a strip show, dance show. Work there, dude. Welcome back, guys. On today's show, a woman had tongue cancer, now has foot and mouth disease, and an employee was killed by a plane that he was working on. And also, good morning, sir. You are now fired. All this and much, much more will be discussed here on Deacon Live. How are you? How are things? How are things going? Are you doing okay? Are you getting along with everyone? It's the brand new year. God knows we need to have a brand new refresh, restart, brand new year, get everything back on zero, back on an even balance. So hopefully you guys are doing okay and getting along. You haven't screwed it up. It's only day four of the new year. For every broadcast we do, we have a matching video. Video as well over on YouTube channel. Make sure you like and subscribe. The way you find out is go over to Profit Radio, P R O P H E T Radio. You can see all our social contacts, our Instagram, our TikTok, our YouTube page as well. And as I talk about articles right here, you can see them in real time as we're talking about them here on the air. Now, whether you know this or not, of course you know this. Everyone should know this. In the listening ears and for all of our listeners all over this globe of ours, my birthday is this Friday. Now, on Facebook, I've taken it off. I do have a, a personal page up there, and I welcome you to uh, my Facebook page. Make sure you're part of that entity, that enterprise that's over there on Facebook. I have taken it off Facebook. Every every morning, I get a, a link or click on my phone that says, these people have a birthday today. And every morning, I always go, God, everyone's got a fucking birthday today everyone's happy happy birthday to everybody and then they get into where you have to share a gofundme for whatever charity do we even know if it goes to that charity like um uh, the aspaca or something for the animals uh and then there's like you know the saint jude hospital and all these other things do we know if they does that money go straight to them or, or not so that's the question i always look at those i'm like going i'm not, I'm not donating it and that, it's always low like when they first started rolling out it was like a goal of ten thousand dollars Listen, if you've got enough friends out there that are willing to collectively donate $10,000 to the charity, no, it's not going to happen. They, they've got better stuff. I hate to say better stuff to spend their money on, but they have, I don't think they trust it. So everyone sets it up for like 200 bucks. 200 bucks, that's my goal. And uh, I get a little pink ribbon in my hat to saying that I donated to your charity cause. So my birthday is this Friday, and, you know, the whole... January 6th thing, it's kind of ruined it for, you know, if you're born on those days, those infamous days, you know, December 7th was, you know, bombing of Pearl Harbor, uh, September 11th, if you're born on September 11th, of course, you know, that was the Twin Towers, and any day that has significant value or, or a holiday. Well, for a while there, you know, you had Thanksgiving, and then 30 days later, you have Christmas, and then two weeks later, or a week and a half later, you have New Year's Day, and then a week later, you have my birthday. Now, my birthday was standalone. It was Epiphany. It was uh, Little Christmas is what the Latino people, the Latino community calls it, Little Christmas. So I was born on January 6th. I'm like, yes, great. You know, <laughs> me and the Latino people can celebrate this day. Now they had the whole insurrection over at the White House, and I'm like, Fuck, there goes all that. So on Facebook, getting back to my Facebook thing, I actually removed January 6th from my bio because, you know, the news feed is going to be flooded with insurrections. They were not guilty. Both sides. Criminals, hang them all. Criminals, hang them all. You know, both sides. They're both calling, you know, pointing each other like the Spider-Man meme where they're pointing at each other like, you're Spider-Man. No, 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 you're Spider-Man. You did it. No, you did it. 
So I'm like, you know what? This can't be good. This cannot be good. So I'm just, I remove my thing from Facebook. So if you'd like to just send me a instant message or whatever, I appreciate that. But just a little background story on myself growing up is I was not allowed to have, well, let me backtrack a little bit. You know, as a kid, up until about 10 years old, 10, 11, 12 years old, maybe, he always had a birthday party. And when you're 10, 11, 12 years old, or even before that, you really don't see the stress in the family because your world, you're just coming into yourself. You're just, you know, realizing that, hey, it's my birthday. I get presents. Everyone comes over to see me. It's a great day. But unfortunately, in my family, they put on such a spread throughout the whole 45 days of the holidays, starting with in the middle of Thanksgiving. You know, they have a pre-Thanksgiving meal and then Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving Day. And then everyone's rushing around and everyone's cooking. And then you have the whole going out and buying presents and shopping and the hecticness of, of shopping. And then one family has to go to uh, another family on Christmas Eve. And then another family has to go to another person on Christmas Day. And everyone's running around. And then there's another birthday, an older, an elder of the family. I think she's 97 now. Hers is on the 30th, and then you run into New Year's Day, or New Year's Eve, and then New Year's Day. And then by the time, in our family, once that's all done, the whole family is exhausted. They are totally exhausted. And then in 1973, bing, I pop up. You know, they are, we got to add one more day to the end of our year. You know, we're, we're trying to wrap up the end of the year and we don't have any more celebrations. And now we've got this kid. And that's the way I kind of looked at it as I got older and I started seeing things. So, yes, we had one more birthday. And you can just tell if you look at like old pictures of me opening my can, you know, I'm all sparkles and glitter on my face, you know, smiling and stuff. You can just see the the long faces around the table on my birthday dinner. And they're just long. They're just <laughs> no one's smiling. Everyone's done. They're hungover. They're just done with the whole, I'm done eating. I'm done eating cake and sweets and stuff. Me, I don't know. I'm just 10, 11, 12 years old, you know, coming in my own self. And I'm like, yay. And then I started asking for friends to come over. No, mom. My mom would say, no, we don't want them coming over and looking at our house. We had a nice house. We had a modest house. No, we don't want them. I don't want to have to clean up. I don't want to do this. We just do them with family. Meanwhile, anyone else's birthday in the family, it's full on spread. Bring everyone over. Me, growing up, it just got to a point where it was wearing on my mom. Now, as you guys know, my mom passed away this past February, so, but I could just see it in her face. And then when I was like 15, 14 years old, up until, I don't know, until I moved out. So I moved out when I was 18. So those last four or five years, my mom would get sick every year. And I don't, I don't feel well. <sighs> I don't feel well. I can't cook. I can't do anything. And then my birthday, basically, I don't know if that was her escape of getting out of making a big meal. You know, the guilt trip was thrown on me saying, and I'm like, no, mom, no, I don't want you, you know, stay in bed, mama. You know, I, I will fend for myself. I will make my own cake, you know, <laughs> so I'm in a burlap sack shorts and some kind of uh, newspaper stand hat on. No, mama, you stay in bed. I will, I will prepare my own birthday dinner and, and I would do it. I don't know why I sound Italian because we're not Italian. And then it got to the point where I was like, you know what? And then I got older, you know, I moved out of the house. My mom was like, oh, are you coming over for your birthday? And I got to the point where I was like, no, no, I'm not coming over because it's a hassle. You guys don't really get into it. It's, it's waste of my time. And I said, you know, forget it. I will celebrate my birthday with people who want to celebrate my birthday with me. I know this is not a woe is me story. I'm just let you know what, what happened in my life and <laughs> what shape someone into being who they are today. As, you know, you get into, you know, you turn 21 and now your friends want to take you to the bar and then, then those people start growing up. When you hit 30, those people start to get married and they start to kind of drift away. So when you hit 30, you're just like, going, hey, you know, getting older, birthday party, maybe a friend over or two, that's about it. And then uh, 
you know, I met my, my wife or started dating my wife and, you know, kind of told her the story, like the, like the PG 13 version of the story. And then she started seeing it that yes, you know, this was happening here and this was happening here. And she actually looked through the pictures. She's like, God, what's wrong with your family at your birthday party? I'm like, that's just the way they were. It's just what happened. So she's like, I'm going to my goal. If we get married or not, because we just started dating. But her goal when we started dating, she's like, we are going to celebrate your birthday. You are going to have a birthday because she comes from a family that they would celebrate everyone's birthday, no matter what it was, no matter what achievement it was. They got celebrated. They got accolades. They got not presents, but they got, you know, recognition. Hey, this is your day. You're a special person. You did a great job. You did this. This is an achievement for you. Happy, happy birthday. Happy, happy celebration through her whole entire life. She's always been around that. And I'm the total opposite of that. So fast forward to today, this Friday, outside of being, you know, the the thing on the news that you're going to read a whole lot about. When you see January 6th and you see all the the bad stuff that's going on, just think of me for a little bit. Uh, just say, oh, my God, Deacon, happy birthday. Happy birthday to Mr. Deacon or whatever you want to call me. You can call me Travis. I don't care. But just happy birthday. And uh, I wonder what he's doing right now. And then click through the channels and then that's it. I'm a, a fleeting thought in your imagination. Well, my wife's got a whole bunch of things planned up. I, I don't know what we're going to do for my big birthday and I want to rub it rub it I want to run it by you and see what you think stick around I'll talk about that later so stick around we got lots to get into today you're listening to Deacon Live right here on Proper Radio I'll be right back come on boys and girls sing along okay happy birthday happy birthday You know what sucks about internet radio? Absolutely. Fucking nothing, nothing. Profit radio. This is the hour I like best. If you want to send any messages during this time, I'll play it back later. Radio website. What are you talking about? You can leave an actual voice, and then we play it live on the air. We can hear from you. What? You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Profit Radio. Deacon Live now presents to you The Christ with his latest song, Empathy, all the way from Canada. For more information, check him out over at ProfitRadio.com. Now it's time. You feel this. I know about mental illness, disinterity, real fundraising, after mental illness, six feel so amazing. I demonstrated all drugs you need. Are they pleasing to you? Is that the procedure? Not indeed. Are there some cause you grief? Is your mind? You just weak. Intimidation, state to speak. True recovery seems weak. Can you keep your damn in me? Say what you want. When you Want to get better at sure this cheap Doctors actually here to help us kiss the friendly Am I doing it right? Yeah I forgot what I was doing Welcome back to Deacon Live Make sure you follow us on all your social networks And the way you do that is go over to Profit Radio P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio Click on social contacts You can see the links to my Facebook page If you want to wish me a happy birthday over there I'd much appreciate it uh, You can see us on Instagram, TikTok And also YouTube For every podcast we do We have a matching video And you can see all the articles and stuff As I'm reading them Struggling in real time And just a little side note If if you're not watching the video And you're listening to us on your iHeart app or your Spotify app or wherever you're downloading this podcast at. If you go to the YouTube channel, the YouTube channel actually has all the uncut stuff, all the behind the scenes stuff, the mistakes, the flubs, uh, me starting over once or twice. It's quite entertaining at, at points. So make sure you like and subscribe over there. And you're getting a little bit of like bonus material over on the YouTube channel. So make sure you like and share that with your friends as well. So my birthday is coming up this
this Friday, and my wife's trying to decide on a couple things to do. So I'm like, all right, babe, you know, pick out a couple things, and I'll either upvote them or downvote them. In the middle of her working, you know, she's got a lot of work to do and stuff, but I want it to be a surprise. Now, this guy right here, this company, got a big surprise in the middle of the night. Not necessarily the company, but the actual people who were trying to get in this company, this business, this local business here. In Bakersfield, California, a jaw-dropping video obtained by Eyewitness News shows two people wearing dark clothing pouring what appears to be gasoline on the ground and onto the side of the building. I guess they really didn't like this establishment. There's two guys out here and they got these canisters. They don't look like gas cans. They're just like almost like whatever they could find laying around and they filled them full of gas. Just after midnight, This past Monday, the Kern County Fire Department received a phone call and what they initially thought was a ground fire outside a small business on Nile Street in Camino in California. But the video reveals a whole different story as Servicio de Immigración, known as Immigration Service, was set on fire between by two suspects. So you can already set, mark off all the white people and all the other people of color. This is someone in California that's having problems with immigration. Shortly after dousing more gasoline and spraying it all over the security camera, one of the suspects ignites the flames that would set the building on fire, but then accidentally lit themselves on fire too. This looks like it's straight out of a movie. They didn't stop, drop and roll like you're supposed to, but you can see them starting to run off and stuff. If you've ever seen like a gas fire, gas is, ready for your chemistry lesson here? Gasoline is what they call a a high flashpoint. It will burn before it actually sets stuff on fire unless you put stuff in that fire that has a high flash point as well, like paper or dead leaves or something. Pouring gasoline on a building like you see in the movies, the gas will burn out before it actually catches anything on fire. It might char a little bit of stuff, but other than that, it's not going to set the place up in blaze. What you have to do, <laughs> all you arsons out there, write this down. No, I'm just not going to say anything. But if you want to see this video, I'm going to switch cameras to camera four so you guys can see this in real time as we're talking about it here. And there's there's a little bit of audio. So there's two guys. There's a taller guy and looks like some kind of henchman in the background here. Make sure you guys see that. There you go. And uh, the one guy's pissed. The other guy looks like he's just a lot along for the ride because the guy's going to buy him a 12-pack after this. So I'm going to turn this up, and you can see it. All right, so here he is. One guy, he's got the gas. Blow this up a little bit. It's pouring it all on the on the building. It's like a, a, a an L-shaped building, so you can see half of the building sticking out. Yep, pour it over there. Pour that on the ground. Now, while his buddy, the main guy, is kind of just spearing it around on the concrete, kind of like flinging it around willy-nilly, he, he might be a little intoxicated, his buddy is lighting it on the left-hand side of the of the frame here, lighting what they just poured on the ground. <laughs> and I don't know if you've, you ever set fire or gasoline on fire. It takes off quick, and he's going to learn a lesson here real quick. So here we go. Throws it on the camera. Boom. <laughs> Look at him running. He's on fire. I'm on fire. You can see the flames running in the background. <laughs> and it kind of looks like uh, Back to the Future when Marty McFly takes off and the gasoline trails or the, the tire burns. That's what it looks like. Oh, there's a little bit of fire on the building there. That's going to go out here in a minute. There you go. <laughs> you got to know what your partner's doing so you don't get wrapped up. And the fire's already going out. Look, it's dying down. Not very well thought out there, but guys. Sorry, bud. Hope you're okay. <laughs> Hope uh go rub some uh, leche on it. That helps uh burns, doesn't it? Now, 
Imagine you've been working for a company for a while. Most of us have been working from home for a while as well. Uh, my wife right now, I think she's been working at home or from home. She's lucky enough to have a, a job or a position where she can work from her desk. But her desk has got like three monitors as big as the one I have here in the studio. And uh, she's got a lot of stuff going on. She's got her headset on all the time, you know, like AT&T operator. Hey. But she is fortunate enough, and a lot of people are fortunate enough to work from home. Now, they're slowly bringing the workforce back into buildings. It's still, I mean, let's say, I'm going to throw this number out there. Let's say 65% of the actual workforce still works from home. So what do you do when you um, company that you work for does a shift or a restructuring or anything? They, they're not going to bring you in to give you the news. They have some kind of Zoom meeting. And what's getting to be the norm, which is like five years ago, people were like, oh, how'd they fire you? How'd they let you go? They sent you an email. They sent you a text. How rude. They couldn't do it face-to-face. And you hear that from both ends. Ah, oh, how cowards. They didn't want to fire me face-to-face. But now that's the new norm. Hey, uh, can you attend this business meeting call? And we're going to fire you. And we've seen a lot of bosses out there that have completely failed where they have 800, 900 people on this Zoom call and, you know, not picture in picture or anything like that. Just watching the video, as you've seen, the CEO would go, okay, everyone on this side of the room, you're fired. On this side of the room, you got 30 days to get your stuff out. You guys are done immediately. Just very, very poor decision making. And maybe someone should teach a class on how to fire over Zoom. We've got all these books and documents and, and things and training exercises that we use when we have to deal with a one-on-one face-to-face uh, interaction when dealing with people. Why can't they start doing that? now with, you know, the Zoom call meeting. If you can't take those same rules and transfer them over to that media where you're firing people on a video camera because it doesn't transfer very well. And this guy found out right away that this isn't all fun and games And as he gets fired from a Zoom call meeting. When most employees are getting fired, they usually don't record their experience. Or worse, they ask if they're getting promoted like this gentleman right here. This man records himself getting fired but managed to find humor in it as well. So obviously he didn't take this job too seriously. It's probably why they fired him. In a TikTok video that's been viewed over 10 million times. I couldn't find the video, so we're going to have to bear with that. Records an unfortunate Zoom meeting where he discovers that he's been let go. Before the meeting officially starts, the woman on the call asks Eve, E.V., it's a gentleman, by the way, how he is doing. He asks her a question that causes her to purse her lips and grow silently. In the the question that he asks is, is this meeting about my promotion, Eve asks, in a joking matter. The two are joined by another man of Eve's former company, who asks the woman if she's gotten to the point yet. When Eve actually asked what the meeting was about. Oh, Evan is his name, Ev. Call him Eve. Let's clarify it there, bud. So Ev's former employee who asked the woman if she's gotten to the point yet, she responds by saying, Evan was actually asking me what the meeting was about, so I'll let you take it away, she tells the man in the, in the video. The man delivers a disappointing news to Ev. So basically, an effort to reduce costs, we are restructuring our business, and so on and so forth. You've heard this a million times. So let's get to the video so you can see actually what's going on. Hi, Evan. How are you? How are you? I'm very good, thank you. What's this meeting about? My promotion? (laughs) And you can see in the corner a guest comes on, and it looks like another gentleman, the other one that works for his company. Doing well. How are you guys? Good. Hey, Saturday. Hi. Okay. Oh, sorry. Do we jump right into it, Saturday? Yeah, actually, Evan was asking what the meeting was about, so I'll let you take it away, Robin. Perfect. Uh, Thank you. So, Evan, thanks for your time. Uh, today. So, you know, basically in an effort to reduce costs, uh, we are restructuring our business. Um, and that has resulted in the elimination of number of positions in the marketing team. Um, and unfortunately your position has been impacted. Um, you'll be paid through December 23rd. 
um, and you'll not be asked. Well, they got landscapers out there blowing the leaves all over the place. <laughs> it's like the guy, I don't know, it sounds like a lawn crew out there. Maybe that's going to be his new job. To work beyond tomorrow. So sad that you know him um, and you'll not be asked to work beyond tomorrow. So sad that you know him from, from our HR team. Uh, we'll walk you through the uh, details of the of our severance package. Okay, awesome. Okay, awesome. And then he gets fired. So I guess he had a, a, a significant job enough to where he could be able to work from home, but I guess they're restructuring. Do you think that's fair? Do you think that's right? I mean, I wouldn't know how else to do it other than, you know, you've got a, a thousand some odd employees. If you can't handle a face to face uh, firing, I don't know. I've never been in that situation where I've had to fire a group of people at one time. Uh, so let me know. You can email me at any time at deacon at profitradio.com. I'd like to hear from you as well. And the way we can hear from you and you can be right here on the show is go to profitradio.com. At the bottom of the page says be heard, opens up a little microphone on your device, speak right into it. You can be anonymous if you want and we'll play it on the very next podcast. I'd like to hear what you have to say. Tell us what you, what kind of experience you've had uh, with that going on. All right, guys, when we come back, I'm going to tell you experience of what my wife has picked out for my big, big birthday party coming up this Friday. So stick around. We'll get into that here in just one sec. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Proper Radio. I'll be right back. You're listening to That Explains a Lot. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. You're listening to Profit Radio 24 7 worldwide. Deacon Live now presents you the lead-off single from Canadian-American pop rock band Hello Fiasco from their debut album, Find the Shoreline. This is Hold Me Close. For more information, check them out over at ProfitRadio.com. you do we will give you something for free and the way you get that is go over to profit radio p-r-o-p-h-e-t radio click on the free swag section and uh fill out that little form there we'll send you out some uh sticker packs some magnet packs we got a whole bunch of stuff here to give away and just to say thank you for listening to us and to being part of the show now if you'd like to be part of the show while you're over there at the bottom of the page says be heard click on that opens up a microphone on whatever device you're listening to us on and you can speak right into it you can be anonymous if you want i'm not going to do anything with your email address believe me i got enough shit going on here on the on the in the studio and on the property as well so you can leave a message on there i'm not going to do anything with your email address got enough shit going on here on the property so this friday is my it's a milestone birthday what's a what's a milestone birthday all right one one years old that's your first one uh, when you reach double digits, 10. When you reach teenager, 13. Uh, when you reach, see, 17, 18, 19, 20, 20, now you're an adult. And then from 20, 30, 40, 50, 60. And then I think 
70 and then 75 and then you start doing increments you're getting close to the end so you know 75 80 85 90 and then and 90 goes 91 92 93 those are your milestone birthdays well i have a milestone coming up my wife w- wants to do something with me to celebrate this now my wife's a little bit uh older my wife's a little bit younger than i am so she's got several years before she hits this milestone birthday so she wants to do something big for the for my big birthday we decided on taking a you know a trip to europe uh flight well without the flight just going to europe you know and uh doing a tour a seven day tour or six day tour or something like that uh was like three thousand dollars plus airfare well I'm, that's three thousand dollars per person plus airfare airfare round trip was like 2500 bucks you're looking at five grand that doesn't include food that doesn't include drinks and i'm like going nope sorry i'm not gonna fly all the way over there for six days and had to pay for our own food and, and not have a good time. Maybe it, on a different route. Like if we did a cruise, like got on a cruise over there so we could see the layout of, of what's going on over there before we actually take a flight over there and waste all that money. So my wife goes, okay, what about a train ride? I said, you know what? I'd love to see the United States. I'd love to get on a train and just go from the West Coast or the East Coast to the West Coast. Now we broadcast just outside of Charlotte in the beautiful little town we like to call Marshville. Uh, we have population about 2,500 people. So we're kind of out in the middle of nowhere. So if we need to get a train somewhere, we have to go over to Charlotte. Now, I was born and raised in Orlando, Florida. We have the international, oh, I said the international space station. We have the international airport right there. Jump on a little, uh, uh, Uber 15 minutes. You're at the airport within a couple hours. You're boom. You're in the air. Not here. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't want to, I don't, I, I don't want to fly to Europe for, for six days and not, not feel rushed, not enjoy five grand worth of travel to see, you know, Europe. So I said, let's do something where it's a little slower pace, where it's, a, you know, we can enjoy the whole day. We're not in an airplane half the time. We're not running around on foot and not seeing the bang for our bucks per hour. So I suggested a train ride. So she found a couple train rides that, you know, leave, uh, they don't necessarily go from East Coast to the West Coast. There's some that do like a loop around, you know, the, the Northern part. There's a loop that go around, whatever. Anyway, so it's not a straight shot. I said, okay, you know what? If we're going to get on a train ride, let's go somewhere we, where we have haven't been. Let's go up north. Uh, now we've got relatives and family in New York, but let's get up there in the uh, you know the Michigan area and the Pennsylvania area and all that, and let's see all that historical area up there. Well, she found one that kind of loops around like Maine and then goes up into Canada. I said, well, you know what? I never even thought of Canada. Let's do Canada. So how many days is it? It's seven days, eight days, seven nights, something like that. I'm like, okay, well, how much is the tickets? She's like, I think they're 3,700 bucks per person. I said, I don't mind paying that kind of money. I just don't want to have to worry about food. I don't want to have to worry about drinks. Now, if I want to have a beverage or two, you know, beer or whatever, I don't mind paying for that, but I don't want to have to sit there and pay for soda. I don't have to pay for, not that I drink a whole lot of soda, but tea, like sweet tea or anything like that yeah sweet tea in maine what are you nuts oh they don't even have tea up there they got hot tea that's totally different that's why we had the damn revolution that came out of boston because of that tea up there have yourself a cup of coffee call it a day stupid so i said yeah that sounds fine she's like when would you like to go I said, I don't know, you know, wintertime? She's like, no, I don't want to be caught in the freezing cold up there and, and not seeing anything. So she's trying to find, you know, a, a trip up there on a train through Canada and, and I think Quebec and Alberta, Alberta and all that stuff. So she's looking that up. And then in the process of her looking this up, I come across this right here. The passage to the Arctic Circle, cruise Alaska for one month with this epic new itinerary. 
Okay, Holland America on Tuesday unveiled its plan to do an unusual long voyage to the last frontier that will include calls in remote areas that most cruise ships never visit. The Arctic Circle Solstice Voyage, as Holland America calls it, will be a 28-night long, four times the length of a typical Alaskan sailing cruise, and includes stops in more than a dozen ports. That's that sounds awesome. I want I want to see that kicking off in Seattle June 9th on 2024. This will also include a passage through the Bering Strait into the Arctic Ocean that will be timed for the summer solstice, the longest day of the year. Timing will result in 24 hours of daylight as the ship will be sailing above the Arctic Circle. Fun, right? Yeah, <laughs> I know it's cold and stuff, but it's June. It can't be that cold up there, right? The trip is unlike anything you've ever done before or this cruise line has done before as well. It will take place on a 2,000-passenger Westerdam, one of six ships in the Holland America, plans to deploy to the Alaska market the summer of 2024. It will be departure from West Dam normal schedule of a seven-day night Alaskan sailing out of Seattle. So this is a bonus thing. The additional passage through the Bering Strait and the Arctic Circle, the 28-night voyage will include a rare call at Nam. N-O-M-E, Nome, Nome, one of the northernmost settlements in the United States, home of fewer than 4,000 people. wonder what the nightlife's like there. And perhaps best known for being the finish line of the Adirondack, sorry, the Iditarod. I get the two chairs and dog sled races, I get confused. The sled dog race. It's also known for its proximity to Russia, which is only a few hundred miles west. Other unusual stops include remote settlements. Listen to me, I'm a, I'm a commercial. I'm talking right to them. And here's the, here's the map. Let me switch screens here so you can see the actual map is. Look at this. You leave you leave Seattle, go all the way up here, go around Alaska, right there in that little that little stretch of land where <laughs> you can throw some paper or throw like your old beer bottles over on Russia territory, right there at the top. Other unusual stops include the remote settlements of the Dutch Harbor and the Ulandi or Lutitian. I don't know. I'm sure what is it? The deadliest catch. Everyone knows these islands. So all the way up in there, known for its largest fishery port in the U.S. by volume of fish caught. The Western Dam will sail into Cook Inlet for an overnight call in Anchorage, Alaska's biggest towns. Few ship on Alaskan cruises ever visit Anchorage due to the distance of travel required to reach it through the Cook Inlet. The remote town of Kodiak, Alaska. Kodiak Island is, is on the itinerary as well. Other stops in Alaska include Segway, Homer, Juno, Catch it can, Stuart. I know people in Alaska are like, you're dumb. You can't say this right. Valdez and Rangel. Rangel. The voyage will also bring a visit to Prince Rupert in Canada. I don't know what that is, but it sounds, it sounds delightful. Sailing includes scenic cruises by Glacier Bay National Park, as well as Tracy Arm, College Forge. Prince William Sound and Harbor Glacier, known for its spectacular Alaska scenery. So there you go, 28 days, 28, 28 nights, and it starts at, you ready for this? It starts at, for a month, everything included, $4,200 per person, plus tax and fee, which is like 648 But I think I would like that. You know, 28 days out there and sailing, I don't know. <laughs> now, now that I'm talking myself out of it, I don't know if I want to be out there on the water. I need to see land. I need to be able to see some kind of coastline and stuff, especially out there in the winter waters. I better see a damn Shamu if I'm going out there. I better see a damn whale out there. <laughs> and they better have good food. That's the only thing. Good food. Let me see a whale, and I want to see the border or some kind of horizon with land on it. That's all I want. And then I got to find someone to watch all the animals and stuff that we have here on the property for 28 days. Be fun. I think that'd be great cruise. 
I'll, I'll bounce it off my wife, and I'll let you know what happens. All right, guys, stick around. Lots more to get into. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Proper Radio. I'll be right back. Man found the bonanza gold below that old white mountain, just a little southeast of Nome. Sam crossed the majestic mountains to the valleys far below. You guys are dumber than a box of hair. Prophet Radio. Prophet Radio. I caught the white whale. Have you sailed the seas? Have you caught the white whale? Massive squids. Massive squids would eat your... Excuse me, I have an email from somebody. They, the text was that the squid was not a large female, so we had to throw it back into the water. I'm not believing that. We were crabbing. I'm an idiot. I'm a friggin' idiot. Profit Radio. Profit Radio. Deacon Live now presents you a 26-year-old singer and songwriter from the Netherlands. This is Jalila Creature with her latest song from her newest album, This Is Turn Back Time. For more information about her, check her out over at ProfitRadio.com. I have been my open down before. When I get older, I see more. I see the darkness creeping out my child it is over it's too bad cause i am someone likes the inventions the little things comes right into me that i learned from who i am that is the most of part i see what i had when i was younger i still think the same can it be more worse for me? Wish I could turn back time. I really have to listen to this sign. I think I am. Welcome back to Deacon Live. Make sure you follow us on YouTube, and the way you do that is go over to Profit Radio, P R O P H E T Radio. Click on social contacts, you'll see that YouTube link. Make sure you click on that. Like and subscribe. And while you're over at Profit Radio, get yourself something for free. We have some magnets, some stickers we can send you, and we'd love to hear from you as well, and you can be part of the show. Just click Be Heard, opens up a microphone, speak right into it, and it'll come right here to the broadcast, and we'll play it on the air. You can be podcast famous. Yeah, that's me, Mama. That's me on there with the Deacon. Shut up, go back to your room. Now, this time of year, we just came out of a uh, winter snap. Arctic front is what they call it on the news reports and stuff. And one of the things that we have here in, uh, no matter where you're at, especially in Florida, we live and die by ceiling fans. Ceiling fans are a lifesaver in many rooms. Now, there was a show many years ago on TLC that was called Trading Spaces. And if you're not familiar with the show, they had two families would trade one, you know, trade houses for one week or whatever, and they would redesign one room. And they teamed them up with a professional interior designer. And every time an interior designer would go into someone's room, they'd see a ceiling fan, they would yank that thing out of there right away. That was the first thing, and it got to be a running joke. Don't touch my ceiling fan. Don't touch my ceiling fan like the guy at the house. And then sure enough, they come back. I love it, but you took my ceiling fan out, and I asked you not to do it. You know, And it's kind of like these people were raw. These guys were like, hey, listen to what I say, <laughs> interior design lady. But some people don't know how to use the fans properly. They just think it just moves air around. Well, no, there is an actual way that you use the fans to make sure they use properly. Ceiling fans are a powerful appliance to make your home more comfortable. In the warmer weather, they circulate air and produce a wind chill effect that makes your home feel cooler and fresher. In the colder months, you can reverse the direction of the fan and, and balance out the heat to prevent cold pockets from developing. But there are downsides to the traditional ceiling fans that's out there. They get absolutely filthy. And it's no fun cleaning them. They can be dangerous. You know, it's not 
not unheard of for an old or poorly installed ceiling fan to drop out of the sky or out of the ceiling unexpected people. You've seen all the different videos of ceiling fans falling apart. What about kids jumping on trampolines inside the living room? They jump too high, bam, the ceiling fan hits them in the head. So what are we supposed to do with these ancient things that we've had in our household that makes our household so comfortable now? There is an alternative. Dyson makes his way back into the news again. Last week we talked about that whole sleep mask thing that Dyson came out with. Now they're stretching their fingers into ceiling fans. They're creating bladeless ceiling fans. A bladeless ceiling fan uses a motor to pull air into the base and feeds it into a tube that expels outward instead of a breeze-like flow of a traditional fan. The bladeless fan is typically steadier and less obtrusive, but still offers the same temperature-modifying effects. There are no visible moving parts. However, the fan typically looks more like a light fixture and usually has a built-in LED light into it as well. These fans come in a huge variety of styles. They tend to be slightly a little bit more expensive than the traditional fans. Well, with anything that Dyson does. Hello, I've made the vacuum cleaner. Oh, is it just like the other one? Yes, but it's totally better, and the price is four times as much. That's the Dyson guy. You ever heard him talk? So what are the advantages? They're quieter, more effective, and more efficient. They're safer, uh, and there's less maintenance because they don't have blades. They get all gunked up with gum or dust and grease and all the other gross stuff that's flying around the air that these things catch. And they also improve air quality. Some bladeless ceiling fan models come with a high-energy particulate air filter built-in, or HEPA. So if you've ever seen these, uh, if you have one, I'd like to see that. Now, the ceiling fans that I'm more familiar with are those ceiling fans that retract. You know, you've got the, the light fixture that looks like a big old, about the size of a car tire up there, and then you turn the ceiling fan on, and then the blades shoot out. If you have a ceiling fan in your house, what do you do or what do you not do with a ceiling fan? You do not turn it off. It stays on all the time. So you just want to make sure it doesn't wiggle, it doesn't rock back and forth, and there's no noise to it. So those aren't really catching on unless it's a room that you don't have uh, a whole lot of foot traffic through. So bladeless ceiling fans, check them out. Now, this one guy right here wish that this thing did not have blades on it at all. The Federal Aviation Administration with the National Transportation Safety Board will investigate this incident that happened recently in Alabama, Montgomery. A baggage handler was killed at the regional airport this past Saturday after the airport employee was sucked into the engine of an American Airlines sub subsidized plane. While the employee's name has not been released, the airport temporarily suspended activity on the New Year's Eve in the wake of this tragedy. Can you imagine that? I mean, that's your worst-case scenario. Ever since, and hear me out, if you're over a certain age and you've seen Indiana Jones and that one scene, uh, there's a airplane prop plane on the tarmac and it's they accidentally shoot the pilot and he hits the buttons and the levers and stuff and the plane just starts doing that slow spin, you know, that slow turn around a circle. Indiana Jones is fighting the big heavy bald guy, you know, beating him up, beating up. And then you that scene where the plane comes around and whacks him. No one in America that's seen that movie has ever been the same since. And this is exactly what happened. You know, that's your worst fear is that scene from Indiana Jones and being sucked into one of these big jet engines. Around 3 p.m., the American... American Airline ground crew Piedmont employee was involved in a fatality. No additional information is available at this time. Uh, the airport retreated. Our thoughts and prayers are with the family. The airport later resumed normal operations on Saturday night after temporary halting outbound and inbound flights for several hours. The Federal Aviation Administration uh, will be investigating the incident. So it doesn't say exactly what happened. I guess he's throwing baggage into the underbelly of the plane. You know what? My neighbor's a pilot. I'll ask him because 
because he's he can he can get the inside scoop of what actually happened. <laughs> they got like airplane Twitter where they chat back and forth or something like that. So I'll ask him what's going on. I'll, I'll get some more details on that. All right, guys, stick around. We got one more little segment to get into, and we'll let you get back to doing what you got to do. You listen to Deacon Live right here on Proper Radio. I'll be right back. You're listening to. You're listening to Profit Radio 24 7 worldwide. Hello? Hello? Yeah, uh, Mr. Hall? Oh, yeah, hey. Uh, very good morning, sir. Oh, very good morning. This is Peter Wilson, and we are calling you from United States Grants Department. As because you, this member has been selected to receive our free government grants. Guys, so that is why you, you just, are getting... You guys just called me yesterday and sent me uh, $9,000. Ready? Yeah. You pompous, stuck-up, snot-nosed, giant, twerp, scumbag, fuck-faced, dickhead, asshole. Profit Radio. Profit Radio. You're listening to... Deacon Mike. Deacon Mike. I have run to the ocean, through the horizon, chased the sun. I've waited for the light to come, and at times I would give up. You have wrapped your loving arms round me, and with your love I'll overcome. You have loved me when I was weak, you have given unselfishly. Welcome back to Deacon Live. If you want something for free, well, we'd love to give you something for free, but the way you have to get it, you have to do a little work. You have to go over to Profit Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio. Click on the free swag section, a little drop-down menu there. Just point out what you want, fill out the form. And the form is basically just an email, or not an email address, um, a mailing address that we can send it to you. That's all I'm going to do with it. Pick out what you want. I'll send it to, I'll, to you, and it'll arrive at your doorstep in probably in the next three or four days or so. It's, it's that easy. I'm not, I'm not going to do anything with your email address it's not a email grab or any kind of thing like that i just want to say thank you for listening to us i got all these magnets and stickers and stuff laying around here uh i have to reorder it now we're at the beginning of the year so these are going to be collector's items because i'm going to update and get some new designs and stuff so get yours now over at profitradio.com and make sure while you're over there uh you follow us on our social networks tiktok instagram uh twitter If they can get that thing going up and up and running here with Elon Musk, we're also available on YouTube as well. And like I said before, uh, all the behind the scenes stuff, all the mistakes, all the hiccups, all the little goofy improvs that I do in between the things, it's for free. All you got to do is just subscribe, like and stuff. I'm not, believe me, I'm not in the the YouTube thing. Hey, I need 50,000 likes and hit that bell and all that stuff. You know, I just want you to see what's going on here in the studio and just have one more media for you to actually capture the Deacon Live show and have some fun. I'm not in it to make money that way. 
on the YouTube channel. No, it takes too much and it's a lot of hard work and I don't have the effort or the time to do all that stuff. So just another avenue just to say, hey, face to voice and articles to pictures, I guess. <laughs> Maybe that's the title of the episode. We'll see. Now, me... It's all about me, right? Now, here on the property, I don't drink soda. If I drink soda, it might be once every three weeks I might have a can of soda, maybe a couple sips out of a soda, and then I'll give it to my wife, and she'll drink the soda. But I traditionally drink uh, water. I, actually, it's right here. Let me show you. Here's, here it is right here. And this is one of the free stuff that you can get. This is water either pineapple juice or lime juice or some kind of citrus juice and then ice. And that's what I drink all day long. I, oh, I drink coffee in the morning, but that's that's another story in itself. And that's it. And then I'll have my beverage, you know, at the end of the day or like today I'll have a, you know, a beer or two while I'm doing the podcast or doing whatever. Or Friday night we're sitting around, we're playing Kismet or cards or something like that. Have a couple beers with the wife and catch up on the day. But if I drink the lemon juice or the pineapple juice too much, I get these little sores in my mouth because of the citrus. It it kind of eats away at you and I got to kind of switch things up and stuff. And I never really thought anything about it. Just kind of let it heal, rinse my mouth with peroxide a couple times, little dabs of uh, Ambisol if it's really bad, and it goes away. Well, this woman right here was told that she had mouth ulcers because her wisdom teeth were coming in, and it, it kind of makes your mouth a little bit more. It's hard to talk sometimes. Let's put it that way. Well, Charlotte Webster, 27, began suffering reoccurring ulcers in 2018, but put it down to working long shift as a flight attendant. She said that she was feeling run down, working long trips. After several trips to the dentist and a general practitioner, Charlotte was eventually referred to a specialist at the Ear, Nose, and Throat Department in St. Richard's Hospital in... Chinster, Chinster, C-H-I-C-H-E-S-T-R. She was referred there in 2021 for a biopsy after her tongue developed a painful white patch. The test results revealed that Charlotte had oral cancer after the, term, the tumor was identified on her tongue. Oh, great. Here's another thing for me to worry about. Weeks later, she underwent a nine-hour-long operation in Queen Alexandra's Hospital in Portsmouth, Portsmouth, which involved removing part of her tongue and then replacing it with a muscle from her leg. So if you want to see this video, and I'll get into more of the article. Warning, not safe for work. If you want to see this, this is her. I'm going to turn the volume off. So this is her sitting in the hospital bed. Blow this up. This is her sitting in the hospital bed. She's got like a, a trach in her throat and some kind of thing in her nose. She's got a scar all around her from ear to ear underneath her chin where they must have removed the cancer. She looks so excited, so excited. Now, here she is. She's opened her mouth, and she's showing the little white part. Is that the cancer? This must be another day. She's sitting there. She's got a drain tube on the back of her, on the back of her neck. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Peace and love. Look at me. Here's another shot of her. She's got the trach out, and now she's drinking water. She's probably happy that she can do that. But let me get more into the story here. Uh, weeks later, she underwent a nine-hour-long operation at the Queen's Alexandra Hospital in Portsmouth, which involved removing part of her leg and replacing it with her arm. Right, Charlotte had, had no idea if she was going to be able to speak or eat normally again and spent the next two weeks with a tracheotomy. Despite the grueling surgery, Charlotte stunned doctors with her speedy recovery and was overjoyed that the discovery of the cancer did not spread any further. She hopes to raise awareness about the signs and symptoms of a disease. Now, looking back in history... 
And when I say history, recent history, Michael Douglas had that as well. He had tongue cancer. I think Eddie Van Halen had tongue cancer. Um, and who was the, the latest one? Oh, Maria Navatilova, the tennis player, just got diagnosed with uh, throat and nose cancer or something like that. So she's got that going on as well. I don't want to say they don't know what causes it, but <laughs> hear me out here. They say that, how do I, how do I word this? They say that sometimes, and, but sometimes the stuff that I hear, if it's true, it sticks in my mind for some reason. They say that oral sex has something to do with it. That's all I'm saying. Whether it's male on a female or female on a female, they say sometimes if the woman, the receiver has something going on, then the giver sometimes can contract that. I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just throwing it out there. So <laughs> just throw it out there and then I'm going to move on. So there you go. Now, Charlotte was worried about being able to talk again and saying words. And she's, you know, obviously recovered and stuff and she's doing well. But there are some things that she probably won't say as of this announcement from the Lake Superior State University for 2023. The banished words list for the 47th year in a row. Michigan's Lake Superior State University has released the annual list of words banished from the Queen's English for misuse or overuse or general uselessness. The tradition started way back in 1976, and over the years, the LSSU has received 10,000 submissions. To date, over 1,000 words and phrases have officially been banned. The LSSU says that out of the vast majority, 1,500-plus nominees this year revealed and wallowed in erosion of fundamental expression. Nominees, nominations for the words that should be banished came from around the globe, including major cities such as Australia, New Zealand, France, Italy, Portugal, England, uh, Northern Ireland, Scotland, screw the Western Ireland or Southern Ireland. They can't speak at all. They're not allowed to talk or they can't understand them. Scotland, the Netherlands, Belgium, Czech Republic, India, China, Canada, and very, very much more. So here's a list, and I'll just go through words that are being banished from the Queen's English for misuse. All right, so that's, that's all it is, from the Queen's English. All right, so number one, GOAT, you know, the G-O-A-T, acronym for the greatest of all time, lose it. Infectious, inflectious point, or infectious point, <laughs> inflectious point, which means a mathematical term. This year's version of the word pivot, which was banished in 2021, the nominator described it as a pretentious way to say turning point, inflectious point. <laughs> All right. Uh, quiet quitting, that didn't last very long. I think that came up here in the last eight months or so, and now they're saying get rid of that. Gaslighting. No one knows the exact definition of gaslighting. And so let's get rid of it. I'm tired of people saying gaslighting. I always want to light a fire or set a business on fire with, with gas cans. A dangerous psychological manipulation that causes victims to distrust their thoughts, feelings, memories, and perception of reality. Uh, moving forward, that, that, uh, that was a good word for a while, but now it's being overplayed. Amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing what you're doing with that, that vocabulary of yours. That should go away. My wife is a big offender of this word because I listen to her talk when she's in business meetings and stuff, and she's going. She always listens to the podcast, so this is going to be uh, a red flag in her uh, dictionary as far as what not to say anymore. Does that make sense? Because she's constantly explaining stuff and rolling out new ideas and new things like that. She always goes, "Does that make sense? Does that make sense?" And I wish I had like one of those little clicker counters to count foot traffic. You know, click, 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 and just to show her how many times she says that. Irregardless. It was put in the dictionary, but now they're taking it back again. Absolutely. Uh, it is what it is. It's been a word or a phrase that I said, <laughs> no, it should have been removed a long time ago. 
uh, inconceivable. They're just showing that to show uh, receptions back to the Princess Bride. Excellent from Bill and Ted, Ted's Adventure. Uh, Adrian from Rocky. And then the list goes so on and so on and so forth. So there you go. Uh, Bueller from Ferris Day's, Ferris Bueller's Day Off gets overplayed and a little bit more cliche when you start saying it. All right, guys, on that note, if you've got any words that you think should be banned, uh, make sure you email them over to me at deacon at profitradio.com. Be part of the show while you're over there. Click on Be Heard. Get yourself some free stuff. Make sure you follow us on your YouTube channel. Make sure you like and subscribe. And uh, make sure you follow us on all your social networks. And if you feel like it, I'm not saying you have to, but if you feel like it, just take a brief moment on January 6th and go... Oh, it's the resurrection. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. All right, guys, on that note, I'm going to let you get back to doing what you got to do. My name is the Deacon saying goodnight. Goodnight. Wait, wait, wait. Come back. This is the end. The absolute end. Écoute-moi.